All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palpocyclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative MBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. So I seen this meme today. And the meme is, is a nigga on Facebook. His name is Jesse Jones. He posted this two days ago. And it said, homeboy talking about let's go to the strip club. Shit, I don't do strip clubs. 30 minutes in, motherfucker. 30 minutes in and motherfucker, and I'm whispering into some dancer's ear how much it's going to cost me for some of that pussy. Oh, man. Pete, you are in the motherfucking... To me, Oregon is considered the strip club capital of the world. But I'm in Florida. I would like to differ and give that crown officially to Florida. I'm in Florida. So I'm asking you, have you been to some strip clubs since you've been to Florida? No, I haven't been since I've been out here. I almost rolled into one, but... I chose not to at the last minute. So one of the earliest times I remember going to Miami when I first signed the Birdman and them, I'm hanging with E-Class, right? E-Class from, uh, they used to run the label Rick Ross. He had signed Rick Ross and Trina. Okay. Uh, well, not Trina. That's Ted Lucas, but he had signed Rick Ross. E-Class is like one of the coolest motherfucking street niggas in the world. Old Miami nigga player. Okay. So he said, Hey G, and we'll go to the strip club. i a strip club. We're at Hip Factory. Mm-hmm. So we pull up to a motherfucking building cut that looked like the <laughs> Staples Center. That's how big the motherfucker was. Now I'm exaggerating a little bit. I won't lie. No, yeah. not really. But but it looked like the Staples Center because I ain't never seen no strip club this motherfucking big. 
The motherfucker got tears. It's oh, floors. Wow. So you can yeah. imagine how motherfucking long the pose was. And you walk up in this motherfucker dog, and this motherfucking girls everywhere. And it ain't like <laughs> home. You feel me? Where they got titties and shit covered up. Yeah. It's asshole naked. Some of the thickest motherfuckers I ever seen in my life. Wow. So I walk into this motherfucker dog. It's, it's stripper jerseys in the rafters. Oh my god! That's how it look. I swear, it's like the Staples Center of strippers. I mean, it's, <laughs> this bitch got championship, man. Championship, bitch got championships. It's amazing. <laughs> so we walk in that They're motherfucker, kidding. right? All the hoes is on him. Oh my class. god! They own him. They know him. You feel me? He's okay. the man. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Tam. Yeah. He, what's going on? He like, look, y'all take care of my nigga. This my little nigga. Glasses. He from LA, from the West Coast. Y'all show him some motherfucking Southern hospitality. Yeah. These motherfuckers take me upstairs in an elevator. Yeah. An elevator at this motherfucker. At the strip club. Man, like a real elevator, a fancy one, playing elevator music too. <laughs> was it like Kenny G or was it more like Warren G in the elevator? <laughs> so, man, so we go up the elevator, they take me in this room, and yeah. these motherfuckers is trying to knock me down. In the elevator. No, no, they they cool oh. in the elevator. They just twerking, okay. doing their stuff, smiling, laughing, engaging, you know. Okay. And they take me into like one of the private rooms that's like a hotel suite. Okay. Or like a den in the motherfucker. It might have had a bedroom and a den in the motherfucker. God, that's how crazy these strip clubs is. So we go in that motherfucker and they own me, right? They dancing for me, but I could tell like, oh, they might give me some pussy. This shit's serious. So they on the verge of trying to give me some pussy. Mm. And I'm like, now as an LA nigga, the concept of paying for pussy, right? You know, with all due respect to the rest of the countries and the brothers around the rest of the country, Sugar Free raised us. Yes. And Snoop Dogg raised us differently. Very different. Yeah. I'm saying we don't pay for pussy. Can't do and so it. she was like, "Yeah, well, don't worry, E class. Whatever happened, E class got it." I said, "The thought of somebody paying for pussy, even if I didn't pay for it, mm. like you know, what I'm saying, Mook, you couldn't pay me." For no pussy. Yeah, it won't happen. You couldn't pay me for no motherfucking pussy. You gotta look at your camera, move. You couldn't pay me for no pussy, right? Yeah, no so, way. No way. I had to deny those lovely women's services at Tussies. Now, I'm not <laughs> saying that they was, you know, it was that. They was fucking with me. You feel me? I was in that motherfucker with some dicky shorts cut off, some chucks, just looking cripplicious. <laughs> Looking like every bit of the crypt that I was. <laughs> I looked like I could have been Raymond's son or something. You feel me? Like I was there when they first started it. <laughs> and I remember, so they just danced for me. They chilled. I mean, they was cool. They was pouring drinks and lollygagging. You know what I'm saying? It was dope. I mean, it was a dope experience. And I finally understood what people and what guys like about the strip club being there. No ceilings. GL, my nigga Peter and this motherfucker Pete. We Pete in the strip club capital of the world. We got Uncle Mook back once again. What he do? Feel me? Unc was heading And uh that just tripped me out. What's your take on strip club? You in the strip clubs, Pete? Shit. Um, yeah, I started really going to strip clubs heavy when I was in Arizona. I had a whole stripper network out there. But I still like I'm only until recently, like I still, I've still never paid for pussy in my life. I'm open to it now, 
And like you said, it's not I'm paying them to leave. I'm paying, I'm buying back the time it takes to otherwise get it for free. So that's my that's philosophy fair. now. That's fair. Wait, re- repeat that one time. You're buying, I'm buying back. back my time that it would otherwise take to get it for free. It's not that I don't. If somebody were like, oh, well, you spend $400 taking them out. You can have the $400. I don't care about the $400. It's the six hours. I'm, I would rather pay you for my six hours <laughs> because my six mm. hours is worth more than yours. Yeah. Otherwise, if I give it my, you my six hours for free, then your six hours are worth more than mine. And I can't rationalize that no more as an adult. But the strip clubs, I love it. It's like, a, it's like I would go in there and never spend two nickels. I didn't tip anybody. I didn't do shit. I would go in and buy my drinks and shoot my shots. And if I didn't have my game that night, I went home dry and I had to learn to, to bring it up a notch. You go so in wait, there. You mean to tell me that this West Coast way we have at strip clubs and the thought of tricking and prostituting, tricking prostitutes or strippers, not calling them the same, is not just amongst the black community? You mean that hip white folks feel the same way about paying for vagina? I'm 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 the only one. That's tough. Sugar free got y'all life too, man. It's sugar free. I blame sugar free. Sugar, sugar free, free has totally fucked it up for every last stripper and prostitute that ever comes across me. The 57 dumps right down into Orange County, so yeah, it slides right out Pomona all the way into. So the so the freeway, the gang was on the freeway to 57. It came right to Orange yeah, County, yeah. and I ran track, so your dog was all up in Walnut. <laughs> At Mount Sac. Oh, you went to Mount Sac. Yeah, also, yeah, you was getting the game for You were way too close to not be affected. Long Beach and Mount Sac was all everywhere I was. Uncle Mook, what's up, man? You is it is it is it is it is the unthought of going to a strip club? What about tipping? Is that your thing? Man, it always been a no-go. And I'm gonna be honest, until today, right now, like to he to to Pete just rationalize it the way he just rationalized. See, I'm a nigga that if you bring certain facts. You probably could change my religion. Uh, I never looked at it the way he just spoke on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be real. I, I I grew up on Sugar Free and Too Short, man. So, I, I, dude, I didn't even go to strip clubs. I used to be like, man, that shit is stupid. When I can do everything y'all trying to do, I can do that for free. That's how I felt. I can do that and get the, I can complete the deal. But, uh, I mean, obviously now I still can't do it. You know, based on my circumstances, but but I never even looked at it this way until this man just said it. But yeah, no, I never I wasn't a tipper. I wasn't even a goer. I didn't even go. You know what I mean? It just wasn't in me. You know what I mean? And literally the the the, the guys you just named from sugar free to too short. That's what always stuck out in my head. It just ain't happening. It just ain't happening. We did a podcast with short. Right. And me and Pete was there. And I just wanted to tell him, like, man, all this player shit, damn near ruined my life to a degree. <laughs> Probably made me the coldest nigga breathing air. Like, you know, you get so far away from a real thing because you just always think somebody trying to play you. Yeah. You always yeah. think a woman trying to play you. Mm-hmm. And I remember me and Pete was talking to Too Short about being a player. And he was like, gee, they always is trying to play you. He said, you just got to find the one that you okay with playing. Mm. She gonna play you. You cool with that? And I thought that was game. You feel me? I thought that was special. That's crazy probably the sometimes. closest thing to love I ever heard put into words. Man, it's crazy. Like I look at Sugar Free, right? Sugar Free is like my super G. Like 
he's probably the most down to earth brother, like in the business, as far as a veteran and somebody we look up to. And he's on Instagram posting about a girl that he really likes. Right. And it, I almost be looking like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you like these, you love these hoes, you feel me? This the fuck is going on? I'm like, I'm holding out. You feel me? But if you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I get it. You feel me? I get it. I get it. It's it's tough for me, man. I never really liked strip clubs because I don't like to dream about getting paid or pussy. <laughs> like, I heard Kanye say something about Kim Kardashian. He was like, yo, like, and, and, and he was like, she was my dream girl. And I was like, how could a bitch that Ray J was knocking down on tape be your dream girl? Mm. I couldn't dream about another nigga's knockdown. No. Not especially if I seen a nigga knocking you down. Right, it's right. like Ray J. Like Ray J is my loke, you feel me? But I'm like two times the nigga Ray J is with this gangsta. So I know if Ray J can get the pussy for sure, I got play. So I just, I don't know. I just think it's so hard. Like I really. I, was, I, I, I look at strippers like drug dealers. They like female drug dealers. 
Mm. They selling some kind of escape. You know what I'm saying? I always looked at them like blackjack dealers. Like, yeah, the deck is stacked in your favor for sure. But I'm going to show up and I'm going to count my cards and I'm going to take this table for free, God damn it. And if I don't, then I'm out. <laughs> Motherfucker said blackjack, blackjack dealers. Man, this dude. What the fuck? I don't know where it's he comes up with this in there. It's like, I, I, my motto, I've always said, this is the quote I've always used for years. They trying to sell fake pussy for money and I'm trying to push real dick for free. And that's what it is when I go to the strip club. <laughs> Take pussy for money, and I'm trying to push real dick for free. <laughs> oh, Did man. I quote that correctly? That is a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> oh, bro. What the fuck? You got the right guy. So so at this point, then with both of y'all, you don't have... How much respect do you have for a stripper? Would you marry a stripper? Oof. My situation is a little probably, maybe it would depend. You know, me in a vacuum... I've met a couple, some dancers that actually are pretty fucking solid. Most of them not. Um, most of them is out there earning that living like that for a reason. Um, but I mean, if she didn't give a fuck about ever like having to meet anybody, great. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go bring a stripper around my family. That's gonna go well. Move, no chance. It's not a yeah, it's not a chance for me. Not even like a little bit, and you know, all due respect to whatever the fuck they gotta do to get bread, but I just it it, it it's a no go for me, man. Uh, it's multiple reasons. Shit, I I I ain't that confident in life, man. I'm confident. I ain't that fucking confident. Sure, you're insecure. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't good. And then they come to the house like, yeah, I see your girl. She was killing it last right. night. Yeah. I... She didn't see your girl. Oh, she you... was killing it last night. Damn. You, you got a wife from right out of the industry. There's no way you can have them and still have them do that. that right. Was, no, 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 no. That would could be I marry? I could marry a stripper. You... I could marry a stripper. Now, I don't know if she could strip while I'm married to her. That's a tough ask. That's a tough act, man. That's... That's tough. And I feel bad because women always get at me. They be like, gee, man, like. <sighs> they want me to have respect for them. Like, right. They want me to respect <laughs> it. And I just don't. I just I totally lack admiration for it. Now, that don't mean because I don't have respect for it. I have to disrespect it. I kind of walk in that place of like, you know. You know, every like as a D boy, like you do what you got to do to get your paper, just like a stripper. But you know, it's tough for me to admire a stripper. I guess I would have to figure out things that was admirable about it. Like I've been to one strip club in my life, cause that I thought like I was like, oh, these motherfuckers got to have some talent to be up in this motherfucker. And it was a it was a place in Phoenix called Pink Rhinos. Pink Rhino was like a super yep. fire ass strip club. Shout out to all my niggas from Phoenix, Casa Grand, my boy Beast. I'm glad you good. All my people from 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 around the area in Arizona. That motherfucking pole was so high up in the sky, cause <laughs> and that lady comes sliding down that motherfucker at about sixty miles per hour oh, and wow. stopped yeah. just in time to not hit her head. I might have threw about a thousand dollars at once. I think that, that used to be penthouse in Jaguars, huh? I think that place used to be Penthouse in Jaguars. It started by the 10 and the 17. I think so. That's the first strip club I started going to out there. She came down that motherfucker about 70 miles per hour, Mook. 
<laughs> so fast, and she barely missed her head at the bottom of that stage Ooh, by wee. about five inches. I just threw the whole thousand. Here, you just whatever you is, this is what this should be. <laughs> this is talent. <laughs> so at this same place, right? I've been you hear, you hear the thighs screech on the on, on the poles. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, like break pants. like bare breaks, like Brembros, nigga. <laughs> I know that she had to burn. Mm. And no, so so the last time I was there, right? I'm fucking with some of the homies in Casa Grand, my boy B's, big blood, couple niggas I'm cool with. We out there chilling. And we go to the club, fucking with the DJ. And uh, Tyrese is in the motherfucker. Tyrese is working on the album, so he got this mansion out there. I think he owns a mansion out there. So he working on the album, so he took his whole squad to the strip club. So we in there chilling. DJ shout me out. My nigga Glasses Malone up in this motherfucker. I hear him say Tyrese up in here, but I'm like, okay, I'll get with Reese after I'm done. I mean, I'll check on my nigga later. Reese, here I'm there, so he sent some niggas to come get me. So they're like, hey, Glass Tyrese, like, check it out. So I'm like, all right, let me go see what cuz on. So I go to his session, got all the bottles, all the girls in there. You know what I'm saying? Tyrese is like the craziest nigga in the world, man. Like, they should have never gave that nigga no money. <laughs> I mean, he like one of them type niggas where they should have never gave that nigga no money because he a fool. Mm. So we in there, we throwing money, we chopping it up. He like, hey, come back to the house with me. Maybe we working on the album. It's, it's broad, it's cool. Come fuck with it. So I'm like, all right. So he like, let's roll. So he ready to go. So we walk out, tossing some money. We walking through the parking lot, out the motherfucking parking lot. It's some niggas walking behind us. It's some niggas coming in. He like, yeah, some watch niggas up here. Y'all know how we do it, nigga. Watch up with it. Blah, 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 nigga. Make it rain on you bitch ass niggas. He throwing money up on the niggas in the parking lot. Oh, and I'm thinking to myself, like, cuz this is an armed state. Like, niggas for sure got their piece and they carrying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Why is this nigga throwing money up on these people? He's like, yeah, yeah. And that's right by the dub. That's like money. all my folks over there. I bring out the most, and, and I don't know, maybe Snoop is the same way, but every time Tyrese around me, all every bit of Crip come out. Niggas didn't know Tyrese is a Crip, but all the Crip come out, cuz every time, no matter where we at, bro. We could be in church, the crib come out. Yeah, cuz, what's up? And I'm like, damn, bro, like, I be expecting, like, Tyrese not to be Tyrese from Watts sometimes. And every time he tie out, he could just finish doing a Transformer <laughs> movie. Nigga, we was a Marine still. What's up, cuz? What we on? I'm like, damn, this nigga Tyrese crap. The R&B niggas is the craziest. The R&B <laughs> niggas, bro, Tank is a fool. Uh, CB is a fool. I'm watching CB one day. Cause I we love in, hearing it. We, we, we in Hawaii because the homie Wack fuck with Chris Brown. So he like, hey, you pull up on us. This nigga tagging up on some wall. <laughs> and this is right around the time he got put on. He actually had a stripper with him too because it's, it's some strip clubs out there. He had a stripper there. He was tagging up on the wall and he was like, yeah, on fruit thighs. And he kept talking to me, talking about on pot rule. And I'm looking at this nigga like, cuz, like, this nigga really got this nigga banging pyro. <laughs> but back to the point, yeah. So that was the last time <laughs> it was at the Pink Rhino fucking with Tyrese. Yeah. And then I heard they closed it down. But that strip club, like, it took talent to work there. You had to mm-hmm. really be talented because they was doing some shit. <laughs> you know, I like, you know, I grew up, it's the motherfucker Barbary Coast. That shit ain't it. Right. Barbary Coast is some bullshit. Yeah, it's belly, belly and bullet wounds and stretch marks. Yeah, man. Stretch marks I remember I went to King Henry and shit. I'm looking like, oh, why am I up in this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. I got better bitches than this right in the city. 
Yeah. Like 13, 14, 15 years ago with stars on a Friday, it wasn't bad. I heard stars was popping on amateur night. Amateur night was lit as fuck too. So it used to just be random motherfuckers just going crazy at stars, just yeah, because bitches never can keep their cell phones paid. Mm. <laughs> this nigga's retarded, man. So wait a minute, you could throw money at the amateurs? Yeah, technically they weren't amateurs. Technically they were. They were amateurs before the song started. Afterwards, they were professionals. Hey, this dude. Dang, that killed me. Like, I can remember going to Atlanta with Tump and them. And we went out to a strip club once and it was like a family event. Cause like people was in there with their grandmother. It might've been kids in that motherfucker. It was like a family function. Niggas go in Atlanta to the strip club to eat. Wow. They literally go to eat food. Like they be like, oh, go to the, we go to the spot cause eat some food. That's what they do. Like it's a culture in the South. Mm. And Texas is like that. You know what I mean? Georgia is like that. Florida is like that. For sure. Great part of the country. Great part of the country. Yeah, man. And Uh, it's weird because I've been to Oregon strip clubs and I was not impressed for it to be the strip club capital of the world. Oregon's like the white strip club capital of the world per capita, maybe. Oh, like all Jesse's. What's that movie Jesse was in from uh, what's that fucking TV show? What's the lady with Zach Morris and all that? Oh, God. Yeah. So it's like them. What's just what's the movie Jesse was in? Was it Showgirls? Stripper. Huh? That wasn't Showgirls, was it? Showgirls, nah. yeah. Where was it? Showgirls. And she was a stripper and shit. That's all Jesse's up in that club, huh? See? Yeah. Since I've never been to no strip club like what y'all talking about in the South, that's probably why I never got into it. I mean, goddamn, if I seen a motherfucker come down the pole 60 miles an hour and damn near miss her head, thick as a motherfucker, I probably would have wouldn't have mind going. No, they some high profile stripper at KODs in Miami didn't make it. So she lived, but I, but she cracked her head. <laughs> they try to do a king of diamonds out here. I remember them niggas try to do a king of diamonds. I went to that shit. I was so mad. Like, don't y'all disrespect the king of diamonds, cuz y'all name this shit king of diamonds. Ain't no diamond up in this motherfucking. Ain't no. It's like they rented out a Starbucks at night. Jacks and Joe. Yeah. Couldn't even have clothes on. Mama had clothes on. I'm like, nigga, when I went to King of Diamonds, it was a lady at the front door laying on the ground like a floor mat naked. You just walk across her to get in the spot. Laying on the floor. Niggas come back to California. Niggas go to the South, man, to come back to L.A. and really think you finna do the same thing there. Man, them motherfucking women is different out that motherfucker. Man. These women here are way too pretty to compete with them strippers down South. Mm. It's just a different breed of motherfucking woman down there. I mean, they, they ain't fucking around. The women here, they way too pretty and, you know what I mean? They way too... You know what I mean? Like it's a special entitlement and self righteousness that exists among women in Los Angeles. Mm. So it's 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 pretty crazy. Um, what's the first strip club you gonna go to while you there? Since you did, I'll pro- I'll go to. Yeah, Where you here's the here, grand return to. Here's my thing. I'll be all the way honest with you. I'm an out-of-towner, and you know what kind of strip clubs I'm going to probably go to. So I have certain situations I have to deal with. Like the office on 183rd 
has five armed security guards in the parking lot. If I can get a parking spot in the parking lot, that's not bad because one of two things is going to happen. If I have a bad night and I don't have no game in there, then ain't nobody going to have a problem with me. But I had a bad night. If I have a good night, people will have a problem with me. And I, if I got a sisters out the club, yeah. And if I got if I got to walk out to the car, like you can't get a gun in. But like, you know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125-milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. G5, it's like on a, on a back alley side street. It could be a long walk from the door to the door. Yeah, I've been you know, I don't want to get caught slipping on that, and I don't want to have to park on the side street of the office and get caught slipping either if I have a good night. So that's kind of what I have to consider type shit. Because I've had people try to press me up in, in stars a few times, inside and you outside. You leave with some of this work, Pete, white boy. They don't want to. I'm $200 out of my pocket. You ain't going to spend a cent. That's correct. Did they ever say That's take correct. your ass? Did they say take your ass to Spearman Rhino? <laughs> nah, <it's, laughs> Spearman Rhino. I rolled in there once or twice. I went to Spearman Rhino, right? I went to Homie Hot Dog, you know. Hmm. We go to Spearman Rhino. I guess we was waiting on the street race, and it was kind of the strip club was over, so we it was gonna take an hour. We slid in that motherfucking dog. Ten minutes, we was gone. That yeah. shit was fucked up. Though. Where is that at? Spearman Rhino, the one we used to go to, was on uh. It's it's kind of like Compton, but it's really LA. It's by Athens. It's off of uh, El Segundo. I've been there, dude. It's I did. Is it Fig? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I did the same thing. I did like a five minute. Yeah. And I was out of there. It's I just a whole different sure world. I was thinking about the same place. Yeah. Like white strip clubs, it's, it's like bachelor parties and perverts. That's kind of <laughs> it. Explain further. 
you got people who are in there not as a once in a lifetime novelty and they're just like trench coat perverts you know what i mean they're trying to pay some money and probably jerk off or some shit whatever they they're like they're not tricking like they're really soliciting <clears throat> and and then you got like you know a couple groups of seven or eight guys that'll be in a strip club two times three times in their life because they got invited to two or three bachelor parties in their life and that's what they're doing what was the best strip club in Orange County? I wouldn't know. <laughs> you just wasn't going to go? I wouldn't go. None of your partners that you knew from Orange County? Know. Oh, you know what? I forgot. We could kind of get in, like in high school, this one place kind of didn't really check that much. We gave us some extra money. There was a place called, um, I was in Santa Ana. Not California Girls, because I knew there were some dancers that came from L.A. down there and tried to get uh, get those Mexicans money from them. It was like uh it was a no alcohol one. I forgot what it was called. Um but yeah, I went in there. That was it was an experience. It was all right. It was at the time I was like, this is pretty fucking this cool. Is the greatest thing ever, especially yeah. in high school. Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy is Santa Ana because it's really the ghetto of Orange County. Yeah. Get your ass killed player in fucking Santa Ana. Mm. I got a partner from Santa Ana Watergate. Them niggas crazy as a motherfucker. Some of my closest calls have been to Santa Ana. Santa Ana gets your stupid ass killed. Like niggas mm-hmm. think Orange County sweet. You slip around through certain parts of Anaheim and Buena Park, but Santa Ana for sure. Gets Santa Ana for real got hoods like that. Mm. Yeah, you get your it's stupid ass shit to Santa Ana for real. Niggas don't know. They be playing this shit. Ain't no Disneyland and Mickey Mouse around that. <laughs> so motherfucking shit knocked off those <laughs> niggas over there. That's what's funny, man. Like, mm. it, I, it was a time when. Everybody, Sam, Sam's is a popular strip club. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Sam's was mm-hmm. okay. They they did a decent job. Um, it's a couple other places in the LA I've been to. I've been to a lot of different places. Somehow you end up at a strip club, but nothing fucks with Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Texas is like every bitch in there thick. Mm-hmm. I went to a spot in yeah. Dallas and there was a stripper stripping. Or was it Houston? In Houston. It was a stripper, it was a midget stripping. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow! And they was just going crazy for it. She was thick though. A little thick. Well, I mean, midgets little, are kind of. They got little bitty bitches. They're like accordions. Yeah, they be thick. I should have said that. That's that's like probably if I had a fantasy or a fetish for something, <laughs> I hit a midget. Dude, there used like, to that, be that, some midget what, hoes around. Hey, midgets is thick as a motherfucker. Midgets, midgets always be thick. Yeah, it's part of their c- composition. Their makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so a midget stripper was like next level. There used to be a midget hooker on a Long Beach right off the um, seven ten. I used to see her sometimes in the morning on my way to work at Waste Management. Yeah. There was one um, on East Fourteenth International on the track in East Oakland. Who was always over there, standing there with her short high heels and her mini mini skirt. Her mini mini skirt. I yeah. wonder was her. I wonder was her pimple midget. That's a so, good question. So, so she couldn't have a regular size pimp. She had to have a smaller one. I'm just saying, you never know. Like little people <laughs> doing everything these days. Oh my god, man! I just thought about that. Like a midget stripper. Midget stripper would be it. She get so much money. She will clean up right now. Midgets be cute though. I ain't gonna. What's her no pimp name gonna be? Willow. <laughs> <laughs> 
What the fuck? I ain't gonna cancel this shit. It's disrespectful. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Unbelievable. So, what about on the west side? West LA? Strip clubs over there? I, man, I didn't fuck with them. I never... You didn't even went. No, nah, yeah. I literally... And to my knowledge, not none off the top of my head. It had to be some underground shit. I never fucked with them, literally, man. It was rough for me, man. Uh, the first one I went to was the uh, it was the Barbary Coast. I still remember the song. I'm going to tell you, I remember the song that even made me think. I do. While we was there for my boy's birthday, the song that even made me like turn around and start getting into the shit was the East Side as it was give it, give it to him. And they, they, they played that, give it up, give it up, nigga. Yeah. You know what's happening. Yeah. And, they, and I was like, oh, nigga, they playing oh, that? Yeah, it was a little light skin. That's, that's the type of music they play at the King Henry. Yeah, they had King that Henry, at the barber. King Henry, them hoes come out crib walking on stage. Yeah, she came out yeah. to that, and I was that my attention turned. Because I was at the pool table at first. I remember what I was doing. I was at the pool table like, y'all can have at it. I'm not spending a dollar. I mean, I tried to, I tried to get more into it when the Players Club came out with Q. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, maybe you know, maybe I tried again, and just the concept of leaving without my money was a lot for me. Yeah, I couldn't pay. Like it's just tough. I'd rather shoot dice in Vegas. Yeah. So I, I'm starting to believe that I just didn't respect the talent of the girls, because I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was at the Pink Rhino. In Phoenix, I really did throw a thousand dollars. I was impressed. Like that was special. Mm -hmm. That lady, whoever that lady was, she was special up there. <laughs> that was amazing to see happen. For yeah, the most part, though, that. when I go to strip clubs, though, the girls just dancing around the pole, and it's like it's this is like going to Greystones. They get half naked at Greystones and do the same thing. Yeah. But why should I tip you for it? Like it, yeah. it seemed like you would have talent. It's like going to a little league game for kids at the basketball and playing like. Paying money like you going to the staples. That just ain't happening. Right. Can't see it. <laughs> oh man. It ain't happening <laughs> for me. I still don't, I don't even think of a bitch fly down the pole. I still just can't get her a dollar. I'm just gonna be like, God damn, that, that was crazy. No, it's it just rough for me, man, when it comes to that, man. Like for real. Uh I, I grew up on sugar free. I, I grew up my 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 partners was pimps and players. I took that shit serious. Like, certain shit I took serious, man. I was like, oh, okay. This is how we supposed to not do. Never do this. Don't do that. And like and like you said, man, I started realizing, wait a minute, man. You fucking my life up. My whole life is being fucked up off this <laughs> off this thought process, man. Like, like, for real. Like, I'm not even able to raise my kids correctly thinking about this bullshit. You know what I mean? Because now I'm going to be able, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my daughter, but one day you might be like this if you don't listen to me. If you don't take everything I tell you. You're going to be fucked. Yeah, you're going to be fucked up anyway. No, man. God damn, man. Think about it, right? That's why I like Sugar Came Back Out, man. This game ain't for you, man. I know that nigga song. That nigga say, man, this game ain't for you. <laughs> He need to make more of them right now, goddammit. You ever, that dude. ever been a victim of a, of, a, of a stripper doing some foul shit? Like, so, like Cardi B. Like, Cardi B kind of is, like, mm. huge. Mm -hmm. She's, like, the first, like, like if Jay-Z is the first drug dealer rapper, you know what I mean? Like, he's not the first rapper. I'd imagine that sold drugs. But he's the first rapper 
that kind of made his career on explaining a lifestyle. I think Cardi B represents that. Well, maybe she doesn't, but I think she does. She represents that when it comes to stripping. I mean, where mm-hmm. she's like the stripper rapper. Yeah. That's her thing. Um, so I would love to hear more women get more in detail on that shit. Cause they be yeah. hustling and shit. Like they do. So I live with a couple girls who dance. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I don't know any girls who did. I know of some who did. I didn't know any personally who did. Like most of it's just kind of like, it's just lying. Like that's why I say when I, like they try to sell fake pussy, they, they try to sell you the promise that they're going to do all this shit and then get you to where you think it's about to happen and give them the money and then they don't do it. You know, that's kind of like most of what it is. But so ain't that the, whole point, though? the whole point of it is to, is to kind of sell a fantasy, like a dream. Like a drug yeah. dealer. Mm-hmm. But if you're a drug dealer, you're actually giving them the drugs. Yeah, but they chasing the first high. They'll never get that again. They won't, but you are still getting them the drugs. Some of these niggas is coming in the club. I mean, they might not be getting no pussy, but they That's coming. true. That's That can be a, a them problem a little mm. bit. But, hey. Mm, mm, mm. I had an idea to open up a place, a massage parlor called Handy's. <laughs> right? and I would call it the Palms District. I would call it handies, right? Because <laughs> these people massage you, right? And like, if you pay for a happy ending, they would like, you know, give you a hand job. Like it's a yeah. happy ending. That's the max of it, a hand job. That's it. Is that illegal? Yes. A hand job is illegal? Yes. Like, you know, I, I've had like back issues on and off for a lot, like a long time. I, I was in a, um, because I'll go to like an Asian massage parlor because it's cheap, you know, but it's okay. It's serviceable. And some of them are, they, some of them do that shit for real. And that's like their business model. And I'm not really there for that. I was in one of them ass naked on the table and they got raided by the police. Cause they were, you know, cause that's solicitation shit like that. So I'm un- yeah. It's, it's a sex act. It's a sex crime. Is it? Yeah, bro, that the police were in. I'm high. I'm my whole my face is in the hole of the table, and I got a washcloth over my <laughs> ass. And the police are running around the building. I swear to God, it's illegal. It's funny you saying that. I just asked one of my partners at the job about that type of shit. We was talking about it because he was talking about he'd be going to them, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So you just walking around like?" I said, "Where did where did you find this place? How do you know that they give you the hand release?" Like, I, you know, how does that happen? What, what conversation is that when you're getting your massage? Is it just, what, what, what do they say? You need a hand? You, do you need a hand release? I heard it was a happy ending for you. Sometimes you, they just you, ask you. Say that? you say, I need a, I need a happy ending? That's how it goes? He never, never really had a good answer for looking for one. Hmm? I've, I've gone in there and had them offered to me. Oh, okay. But... So how, how was it offered? That depends. Some it depends on how good their English is. Okay. But sometimes they just try to like what rub you all you for? And, and and try to like you know feel you out, so to speak. 
<laughs> sometimes they just kind of like do that. And I'd be like, not today. And then sometimes they they try to like rub on your neck for two seconds. Okay, turn over. If, if they try to get you to turn over inside of five ten minutes, that's what they want. Oh, and they'd be like, like oh, you want, you want, you want forty dollar, forty dollar, forty dollar. You want, you want, you want. And I'm like, hey, my neck, no. I'm actually hurt. Oh, okay. I'm like, I didn't come here for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like my neck hurts more than that hand job is gonna feel good, so yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I was wondering. Hand jobs was illegal. I always said that's the most. A sandwich and a hand job is the most underused tool in a woman's arsenal. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't make enough sandwiches and give enough hand jobs. That's true because they're trying to control the market to drive up the price. They're trying to restrict supply. Yeah, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Little supply side economics for that ass. Would you open up a strip club? Yeah, I'd open up a strip club. I would man, call I it polo. Crazy. We got to get a stripper. I'm gonna have to get a stripper to come on and yeah. talk to us about that, like a strip club veteran. Yeah. Um, my girl Kim out the Nickerson Garden. She like a strip club veteran. She probably got a pension out this shit. You need to get her to come on and talk to her about this shit. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Really get some insights. That might be the next thing we do, man, because I feel like I'm too ignorant on the actual culture itself. Yeah. Like we didn't have a porn star. We talked to a porn star, but we never even talked to a stripper. And, and a stripper is such a polarizing figure in today's society. Like they tried to make it normal, but it's weird. And a lot of the girls, like a lot of the regular girls, I tell them all the time, like certain long ponytails and certain things like that strip club, that stripper shit, like y'all jacking somebody else's culture. When my uh, roommate in college, like my last roommate when I was in Arizona, she was stripping. And I always had a lot, like I had a lot of dancers around all the time. And like they always would have their, they, they, it was the, the, the fake eyelashes and all the makeup and all the wigs, and all that crap, because they would change their name and it would kind of like, turn off their mental and go go to work and just they didn't want to even accept that they're being themselves and they would come out and they would take their shit off and they were back to you know Chantel was back to Chantel and then she'd go be whoever fuck in there for six hours and that's the main reason why I don't like fucking fake eyelashes is because they used to just be the dis- part of the disguise work when the girls would change their name and go to work for six hours now you want to do that at the grocery store in broad daylight what the fuck do you think this is house class you're not still working <laughs> All right, Moo, give me your number one stripper story. The number one I got? Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, give me a stripper story. All right, here we go, man. I, um, my boy was actually involved in he was doing that stripper shit at the right track type shit. So long story short, was he tried to bring me with him to go uh to some house party to go do some shit, but this you know, it was females and it was males, so the females was going. And doing their thing. And I guess they just assume that if you come to this type of shit, that all y'all interested in this shit. So, uh, you know, I'm the nigga. Like I told you, I'm standing there. I'm standoffish. I don't even want to be there. I was supposed to be there to actually probably help that nigga sweep his money up. He wanted me like, hey, my nigga, make sure don't nobody do that. I'm like, all right, nigga. So uh, long story short, man, the bra get to before my boy was finna do whatever he was going to do. I'm sitting in there. They, the, the females is doing their thing. And she hopping up on the chair. I guess I look like bait. And she hopped up on my chair on my knees. 
and, and was right up in my face and shit. And I'm like, hey, man. You know, and I shoved her up off me, man. And I never forget when I shoved her up off me, everybody that was there was kind of like, what is wrong with this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is this nigga doing that? And so I shoved her up off me and then she came back again. So I stood up and then I stood up and backed up and put my back against the wall. Like I was ready to get down on some dumb shit. And my boy was like, oh, my nigga, like, you got to chill out, man. Kind of party. Yeah, this ain't even got nothing to do with whatever the fuck you own. So <laughs> I was just out of place, man. That's that, that's that's the stripper story I got for you, man. I was out of place. I felt uncomfortable. I was like, man, what the fuck is going on around here? And and it was normal for everybody in there. Everybody in there was looking at me like I was the oddball. And what the fuck is wrong with you? All she doing was dancing. And I was just like, man. All she doing is trying to steal your money. Why? Why are you not with it? Why are you not with yeah. that shit? Yeah, we're not it? doing it, man. I, like I said, I, it just ain't happening for me, man. And I ain't trying to. I'm dealing you, man. I get all the rest of us are getting robbed. Body, man. I, 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 I couldn't do it, man. I still can't do it. I still won't get no money up for that shit, man. All right, come on, Pete. Give me your stripper story, dog. It's gonna be tough. I don't know what uh, what the best one is. You the funniest one. The funniest one was probably that same place in Arizona, right? The big, tall shit. Okay. And I was there all the time. And, and, and like different girls with different schedules. And they would hit me up and be like, hey, we ordered pizza and some drinks. Come through and hang out in the back room with us and and, and chop it up and eat and, and whatever. We'll go home after work. All right, cool. But I had done that enough times, enough different dancers. There had been some locker room drama, apparently. Now, I didn't know the DJ there. Yeah. I'd never spoken to that man. I walked in and on the overhead where he says, and coming up next, Ebony and Sapphire, da, 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 he goes, uh-oh, Peter just walked in the building about to be some drama in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I, and I looked at that guy. I went straight to that fucking DJ. But I was like, you motherfucker, the fuck wrong with you? Fucking in my game. <laughs> About to be some drama in the locker room. <laughs> oh shit! My childhood, this girl I had a crush on when I was younger, she ended up being a stripper. It took me a while, but I finally got it. But it was tough because I, I had that she became a stripper. So I'm gonna tell you a story. So one of my partners I race with, his name is Prime Time Brian. Brian used to work at the right track. They used to make fun of him all the time, right? They used to be like, "Yeah, man, this nigga." Brian bought all his parts for ones. Brian was a stripper for girls and shit. So he said, hey, man, see this? I get on in the rap game. I'm starting to blow up, certified, going crazy. He said, and I've been knowing this nigga probably since 99, 2000. So he said, hey, gee, man, I want you to come do my birthday party at the right track. I don't know, man, about doing no motherfucking male strip club, you know what I'm saying, with girls and shit. He like, man, it's cool. Said, all right, I got you. So I go to the club, me, my older brother, a couple of us, we go on that motherfucker. There's some cute girls, some big girls. You know what I mean? It's some girls. Girl, ain't no guys, so I was grateful. So uh, the DJ finally threw on my song, right? So I'm rapping, and it was a lady there. She was a stud. And that motherfucking lady threw about $800 at me on top of me. I had never felt so disrespected <laughs> and insulted in my life. <laughs> She threw it up and shit and 
I remember niggas like, hey, you gonna get that money? I was with Mo, my boy Mexican Mo, my little bro Mo, my nigga, part of my clique, my nigga. He was like, man, you gonna get some of that money? I said, man, I wanna kill this bitch. I'm gonna leave here right now. I'm not gonna take a near dollar for this lady. I remember going to sleep that day feeling so demoted and, and belittled. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. You know, that's that's how I know men and women are wired different. Because I got $25 at the right track one time. I never got over it. I never got over it. If I sit there now, I'll fire shit up. Line that bitch up. I never got over it. She was a cute stud too, but I'm like, bitch, you just tried to throw some money on the crib. She didn't try. Oh, man. That's I'm funny. I'm trying to kill you. That's how bad I was. I was killing me. Oh, shit. shit. That is bad. We gotta get a stripper, man. We gotta get a stripper. That's the next move. Yeah. I think I should be back in town. I want to be in the studio for that one, man. I might try to grab somebody. Back in town in December. Yeah. Yeah. Get a couple. That could be all right. Yeah, y'all let me know, man. That's gonna be interesting. (laughs) Oh yeah. Damn right it is. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 